0: has two thumbs and loves his co-host. That's right, Eric Skinkle. I'm Wes Pippity-Boppity Buxton, and you figured it out. We're doing the one, the only, Edward Nygma, the Riddler. You excited for this episode?
1: Yeah, I'm a little, um, with that riddle there, it should have been saying you instead of me. No, because you have two thumbs. And I don't love you, you love me. Alright, well that's taking a lot of, uh, liberties with that one i don't think so uh, and do you not have two thumbs yeah but I, like
0: i said the riddle was what has two thumbs and loves his co-host you No, i understand that i have two thumbs but i don't love you
1: yeah and i don't love you either so your riddle uh, well, well now you're flawed. just like uh anyway yeah
0: so we are doing the riddler i'm excited about this episode we got a good drink for you
1: it might be one of our better ones well we haven't tried it yet we don't know no, I know, but I'm hoping that it's one of oh. our better ones. If we got to keep drinking it,
0: only one way to find out. But yeah, let's just get into it. Let's. I, I'm feeling good about this episode. So, our drink of choice today is the actually really simple the green screwdriver. Mm-hmm. So, the ingredients, if you would like to make it at home, it's really easy: vodka, blue curacao, orange juice, and then any sort of lemon lime soda. So. Sprite or 7-Up or whatever the hell. Tickles are fancy. I used 7-Up. Did you? I used Sprite. Okay, so we'll get that context. Yeah. I also used uh, Tito's vodka this time. I used Tito's as well. Okay, cool. What kind of orange juice? (laughs) Uh, It's some shitty orange juice that I got next door. I used uh, Tropicana, I think. Do you have
1: pulp in yours? No, I do not. Okay, neither do I. But the thing with the grocery stores now, they had just orange juice containers propped up against the doors so when you open it you had to watch out not to spill it out what yeah i was really surprised why would they do that i don't know but it made my shopping experience much more exciting because i didn't know if it was going to drop out or not Hmm. anyways
0: let's uh let's try this drink out Uh, i'm excited all right i got a little orange garnish on mine too so i'm feeling real fancy like i'm at the beach yeah you look like yeah you look like you're at the beach thanks bud cheers virtual cheers ching ching Oh, that's refreshing.
1: That's a screwdriver, that's for sure. Yeah. And you didn't cough. I'm so proud of you. No, because I think I put too much orange juice in it and not enough vodka or the vodkas uh, at the bottom. Yeah, I, I did exactly what they
0: did. So I did one ounce vodka, one ounce blue carousel, and four ounces orange juice. So it's not very strong, but it tastes good. It tastes like a screwdriver. Yeah.
1: Again, we don't, it's not a low key, so we don't have to worry about that. Oh, nothing ever... Ever will be as bad as that drink. (laughs) Riddle
0: me this. Riddle
1: me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? What is something that no one wants, but no one wants to lose? My virginity? A lawsuit. Oh. We're going into our villain breakdown. (laughs) Everyone's heard of Fear Factor. Well, we're going to bring the fun factor into this segment right here.
0: Look at you and your clever clever quips.
1: Oh, I am. Well, the Riddler is just full of puns.
0: Mm-hmm. We just watched a couple episodes from the Batman animated series,
1: which is just probably the one of the best cartoons out there. You think? Before, it, for a kid's show, it was very adult, and it brought some real themes in there for everyone. Well, yeah, Batman's a dark character. It, I mean, in one episode, we learned about economics. And how the effects of layoffs affect people.
0: Tell me, if you're so smart,
1: why aren't you rich? (laughs) Yeah, the Clark Gable-looking executive.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's how all executives look.
1: Uh, You know, I've seen them in all shapes and sizes. (laughs) All right, well, let's dive in to the Riddler himself. Yeah, let's do it. He's an interesting character, and he has some fatal flaws that... He could get away with a lot of these crimes. That is 100% true. If we go into our Arkham file, there is psychologists say that the Riddler has OCD when it comes to his riddles and his compulsion to leave a riddle at a crime scene, even though he knows that it's hurting his own cause. Yeah. The psychiatrist used maladaptive as the word, which means, you know, it's bad for you, but you still do it anyways.
0: Yeah, that that describes him pretty well. It's well, I mean, he al- he's always trying to prove that he's the smartest person in the room, whether it's Batman or Superman or anyone. It's just he always has to have the last laugh.
1: Um, yeah, and he always kind of gets off on, I would say, hey, beli- belittling people and making them feel and feel Oh better. yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, so one one of the big things I like about the Riddler is he's a supervillain that is a regular human being. So he's not a metahuman. He doesn't have any superpowers or anything like that. And he still goes toe to toe with Batman all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fun uh, at least reading or watching some of his episodes slash comics. Cause it's uh, usually it's pretty thought provoking and yeah, obviously there's going to be riddles in there, which is always fun to
1: figure out and solve. Right, and as as I was watching it, I'm just like, I can't even keep up with this, the amount of... Yes, some of it's a little it. over the top.
0: <laughs> like, with, we just watched an episode with, uh, he got some change, and it says, it makes sense when you add it up, and it was four quarters and a penny. And automatically, Batman goes, a penny is a cent, a red cent. Red cent is
1: copper. Cops! <laughs> You're like, what the heck? How did you How did you just come up with that shit? <laughs> and and then it was four quarters headquarters but you know or, when it came out of or the no shot, it was it was no tails right so but it was it, all heads
0: headquarters but came,
1: yeah but when it came out of the payphone how do you know it's going to come out of just the heads yeah i don't you, you know? don't <laughs> you don't <laughs> so it's it's stuff like that that just i feel like he's a little bit more relatable as a villain because As a person I know, when I put a lot of time and effort into something and somebody doesn't follow the, I would say, the stipulations or rules to get to the final thing that I planned out, Mm -hmm. I get a little frustrated as well. Yeah, it's it's infuriating. (laughs) Yeah. Infuriating, sorry. So that kind of makes it relatable when, you know, Batman jumps on something and cheats, as he says. Yeah,
0: and that's kind of funny, too, is that, uh, like, Batman is typically known to be one of the smartest people on the planet besides uh lex Luthor is up there superman is up there uh mr terrific mm-hmm. um those are usually the top four mm-hmm. and the so usually batman i mean is pretty quick with solving his riddles. but in the in these episodes he just he's like "Nah, i'm just gonna cheat and break everything you're like oh come on man <laughs> where's the fun in that
1: well and then there's other parts of the episodes where he just was like Oh no, I need to get Batman now too. I can get away with my plan right now, but Batman knows who I am. I need to take him out as well. Yeah, yeah. Just get on your plane and go. Cut Clark Gable in half with the Minotaur and just move on with your day.
0: <laughs> that was a little reference heavy if you haven't seen the episode, but.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. That was all good. Fresh uh, on the mind. Right. So uh,
0: he's been in a lot of med- uh, mediums, obviously comics, uh, the TV show. He's been in some of the animated movies. He's been in a live-action movie. He's been in video games.
1: Well, he's been in a couple of live-action movies.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: because We did a little Google research. Him, there is They give you usually the top five or the five people, and then you can look at who else has played them. Um, for every Batman villain, they have the usuals, who's played them, who did them on the animated Uh, For the Riddler, the top five, when you Google him, is Paul Dano, who is the new Riddler in the new Batman movie that is not out yet. Yeah, I'm excited Um, about that. Yeah, I'm excited what they do with that, too. Corey Michael Smith, who is the Riddler in Gotham. Um, We can talk about that and how that pertains to the Riddler later. Um, The classic Jim Carrey Riddler from the classic Batman Forever. Hmm. Also, Frank Gorshin from the Batman series. And then the fifth one on Google is the Evan 19th. Stone, who played the Riddler in Batman XXX, a porn parody. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good parody. That is the only Batman villain that has a porn actor in the top five.
0: Which is surprising because. Right? Uh, uh, like the sexualization that they do to Harley Quinn and everything, you'd think she'd be up there. Or poison ivy. Men are creeps. Let's just
1: <laughs> yeah. All, all the female ones you would figure would have that in their top five, but none of them hmm. checked. Just to make sure that this wasn't an that this was an anomaly.
0: Maybe he won like an AVN award or something, and that's why he got. Uh, up when
1: there. I did a little research, I didn't see that he won <laughs> one for that.
0: <laughs> oh, so he he does have an award, just not for that that oh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. good for him. Good for him. His uh, his
1: last award. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going in there. It does have an IMDb, which is also surprising. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So he has 21 awards that he won. He was a nominee for (laughs) the best three-way scene in Superman XXX, a porn parody. (laughs) (laughs) DC's getting a Um, lot of porn parodies out there. uh, The last one that he won, oh, no, that he was nominated for was... (laughs) The most outrageous sex scene from, in 2014, from the porn This Ain't Game of Thrones XXX (laughs) for the scene Poontang for Tyrion. Wow. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Oh, he did win for Best Supporting Actor as the Riddler. In Batman XXX porn parody, sweet. In 2011, he Good did win that one. Uh,
0: that's why he's up there. Then there you go. <laughs> All A right, award so winner. Are we putting that down for your favorite medium that he's uh, the Riddler is in? Is the porn uh, parody? No, because
1: I, I didn't. I didn't get to watch uh, his scene or see what he actually did in that movie. Um, you I'm, didn't make You didn't make it that long. I went for the cartoon. <laughs> okay. Animated series, that's my favorite medium. <laughs> <laughs> really shows the Riddler in his prime in the animated series.
0: I um, I like him in that a lot, too. He doesn't have a lot of episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd actually probably say my favorite is either the animated movies that he's in. Like the Suicide Squad, Assault on Arkham was pretty good. But I, I really like the 1966 Batmans. Because the Riddler, I mean, he's a very different character back then. He he is more like the Joker is in the uh, in the animated series, where he's just like always playful and kind of just this chaotic, goofy character. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it, he was just always a fun on scene presence whenever he was in his, uh in that show. So I'd, I'd probably have to go with that. The the classic Batman series live action with there Adam West and Burt Ward is Robin.
1: Yeah. 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 No. I, and again, those, those back then were just having fun. They were trying to get in the comic. Like, it, well, pow, it was, bam. it was just a goofy show. Like it was
0: supposed to be a comedy and it, it was funny. Like it's just so cheeky and corny. Like it, you just, can't help but smile while you're watching it They're like it's just a, it's a fun thing to put on and just but,
1: goof around but in the with. comics he's a lot darker right yeah
0: yeah, yeah. um would you say so one of, one of my favorite uh storylines was fairly recent through um scott snyder's run mm-hmm. where he did uh it was batman zero year where he mm-hmm. where riddler basically takes over the city and um is basically putting all these citizens up to the test of solving his riddles and if you can't solve the riddle then he, they're not getting the city back and uh it's basically like batman's first year or bruce wayne's you know original year as batman that he has to take on the riddler so it, it's a really good story if you um if you want to check it out mm-hmm. scott snyder Gre- uh greg capullo is the artist who that that tag team was phenomenal
1: throughout their entire batman run mm-hmm. well and and i like um the It's the Telltale series that they did. Uh, yeah. Me Within. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the sequel uh, to the Batman Telltale series, and so, that had uh, a very dark Riddler. Um, he was more... To, so I'm going to cut you off real quick. I, I haven't played the
0: second episode, so okay. don't spoil it for me. I won't okay
1: i won't um it's and i'm, I'm replaying it right now actually okay but you played the first episode i have
0: played the first episode yeah
1: so you know he's more of like put him in a death trap answer my riddles and mm-hmm. more like a saw sort of like ruthless if you're not answering these things you're you're done in the uh, first series and no in the first episode of the second one Enemy no, no i i haven't
0: i haven't played the second one that's what i'm saying so I'm making oh. my way through the first Telltale Batman game.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. All right. So Riddler's in it. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it. Riddler's in it. He's very much darker and like he will kill people. He's got a Riddler cane, like a staff mm-hmm. with a question mark on top, which is like a scythe.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it gets it, like in the first five minutes that he's in the game, he is ruthless. Wow.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm replaying the the first game now because I just got it on Epic Games
1: for like five bucks. So mm-hmm. I'm making my way through it. Definitely, yeah. if people have not played that before, the Telltale games are great stories. And it's oh, yeah. like you're watching a movie and there's so many options that you can do with it. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed and i played through them at least twice now.
0: and Making it's, different decisions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, did, it's great. Did you ever play uh, the Wolf Among Us? No, it's another Telltale game. It's based off the um, Vertigo Comics Fables, okay. which is which is really really good. You should check that one out too. That came well, out a long time ago, but it was a very good game.
1: Obviously, the one Telltale that got me started in them was the Jurassic Park one that I did from 2011 that it came out.
0: Oh, I didn't know they had one for that.
1: Oh yeah, and that one was pretty good. It, it happens. So kind of parallel to the first movie, but it's mm-hmm. different characters. So it's very interesting. Like it's not canon anymore, yeah, yeah. but it's it, it's a it's an interesting story on the back end of Jurassic Park. Gotcha. But we're talking about the Riddler here, so yeah, let's yeah. get back on yeah. track there.
0: Well, so going back to video games, the, the whole Arkham yep. series, uh, yes. he was kind of a pain in the ass with all those goddamn Riddler trophies. I I actually collected all of them in arkham knight oh okay uh so did did you fight him in his riddler robot yeah i mean it was yeah yeah um it's i i didn't think it was worth it at the end like it was cool but like it. it was just like 300 some trophies and i just it's just exhausting and you had to use your Batmobile every once in a while to like which was a cool concept but it just it was exhausting
1: but that that those games the arkham games which are excellent. Um, I feel like they, except
0: for origins.
1: I I've never played it. I just did the main three yeah. with, with Kevin Conroy as our Batman, you know, yeah. and Mark Hamill. But it was the Riddler in there. I felt like had a good version of him because he wasn't there. He was testing you, but he was in another location.
0: Yeah, I agree. Cause he even admits multiple times that he, you know, he can't match him on a physicality standpoint which is why he's always trying to test him intellectually. And so why why would he be anywhere near him or near Batman?
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. But that's that's the other thing with him. He knows his weaknesses and he tries to play off of that except for leaving the riddles and letting everyone know that he did the crime. Mm -hmm. But he kind of offsets the, you know, physicality is not working. So I'm going to be somewhere else and challenge you this way
0: on a different plane. We've been talking about. I mean, I, video game might be a really close second for me. Oh yeah, for for mediums that I like them in.
1: Well, yeah, the um, yeah that that Telltale series Riddler was pretty good, but then the Arkham yeah. one, yeah. So yeah, I would go with the video game one as well for the second. Yeah. That main animated series has a little nostalgia, you know, growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, of so. course.
0: Well, well, back to something or other, isn't it? Who invited you? The next thing we want to talk about is who would be a good real-world person that could play them. We can have a little discussion, uh, come to a conclusion on one person, or what do you what do you think? I mean, let's just talk it out and see where we land. Okay, uh, I'll I'll pass it off to you.
1: Do you have anything in mind? I got oh, some yeah, good I got, ones. So I I got two in mind. Same to throw in there as options. Okay. Because he's a, he's a complex character, so mm-hmm. it depends on which way we want to take it. Okay. So there's the genius intellect that kind of cons people and likes to take the credit and likes that little ego boost. Okay. Something in a historical figure who, in recent times, has been accused of, at least stealing patents okay (laughs) because they worked in a patent office Mm -hmm. and i could see him you know trying to outsmart people trying to you know be the person that gets named on it and everything like that so i could see possibly albert einstein and not to discredit albert einstein for anything but the riddler would want to have that same notoriety and that's why i think that that would kind of be a Good person to play him because at the same time, Albert Einstein had to be cutthroat to get to where he was.
0: So I, I don't think Einstein was that kind of condescending, though. Like, he wanted to teach other people. So it wasn't a, like, status thing for him. Like, he he already knew he was the smartest one in the room, but he wanted to actually teach what he was coming up with and wanted
1: to share his knowledge. You got a good point there. Actually, yeah. that that uh, that actually is a. It's, that's why I thought of two people because okay. with with Einstein it was the intellect and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Now seeing the Einstein photo behind you, that might have been oh, where that came from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my my second one, or do you want to do yours first, or do you want me to finish this? No, go,
0: go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll let you finish your thought, then I'll so get, pitch my two. My,
1: my second one has to do with a group of people that don't like sharing things. So I guess we could merge the two on that one. Okay. And that would be Harry Houdini because he's considered the greatest escape artist did not share his secrets. And I feel like he not discrediting him at all, but I feel like he would get off a little bit about how no one knows how he does it. And he just feels that much more above. I, I like that one a lot, actually. Uh, I I definitely had a different
0: thought process. Um, oh, yeah, let's hear it. But but I, I really like Houdini's one. So I also had two people that I thought of. One of them is an actual person. The other one is just sort of... Well, we'll get into it. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, so the first one, he was a... He used to write for the New York Times. And... He wrote a few, like a couple books that are just they're good books, but they're super condescending. And that is Chuck Klosterman. So I don't know if you've read any of his books. They're, they're good books, but he's just so condescending. And like he'll hint and be like, Oh, I don't know much about this. But then he goes off on this like huge three chapters about everything he knows about it. And you're like, All right, fuck you, man. Like <laughs> it, you, <laughs> we get it. Like you're smart. <laughs> So and I feel like he just by reading him, it's like he wants to he wants the reader to know that he's smarter than them uh, or that his thought process is on another level than other people. So that was my first thought. The second one is uh, everyone in college or high school always has that one kid that thinks they're smarter than the teacher and will always ask the 12 questions about like the simplest thing and the questions don't even make sense, and finally the professor, the teacher, is just like, please, shut the fuck up. You can just tell that they're getting on their nerve. And they, obviously, the student thinks they're this brilliant fucking person that's outsmarting the professor, and oh, blah, blah, blah. And I just think
1: that they could be that douchebag of the Riddler. I I can definitely see that, and sounds like you've encountered a bunch of those.
0: Yeah, especially, (laughs) like, as an engineer, like in these classes you there are some pompous fucking people out there <laughs> and it gets even worse when you're in engineering classes that like these kids just think they're the smartest person on the fucking planet and oh, uh, it's just it's exhausting and annoying and i'm sure it happens in other classes too but it was very prevalent in when i
1: was in school Not in political science. We usually don't get that because they know that somebody from the other side of the spectrum will (laughs) immediately (laughs) debate them. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. (laughs) So I kind of like, I think Houdini is the best choice right now.
1: Because it's one of those where he just, he was the top of his game Mm -hmm. back in his time and no one knew how he did it. And I can just see him being like, because there, there was no protege for him. He did not take anyone under his wing. It was yep. him. Did
0: you ever see? Uh, now you see me. Oh, absolutely. So, what if it's
1: Jesse Eisenberg's character to play <laughs> the, play the Riddler? I I can see that because Jesse Eisenberg is just so condescending. <laughs> yeah, he's a cocky
0: asshole. I, I like I love him as an actor, uh, but I think hit that role, he, he would be a. He'd be a good Riddler too. That character.
1: Honestly, they wasted him on Lex Luthor. Uh, he should have been. Let's not a talk about.
0: Let's not talk about that.
1: I <laughs>
0: fucking Zach. We Snyder. have
1: talked about that. We uh, have. So if anyone is listening and you want our thoughts on Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> on Lex Luthor, well, go back yeah. to our Lex Luthor episode. Jesus. Yeah, listen. <laughs> <laughs> there are,
0: there aren't many uh, listens to that episode, so we gotta we gotta plug it.
1: But yeah, you're right. He would have been a great Riddler. He would have been able to get that that condescending accent to it, mm-hmm. and he's not very physical, so that's another thing where like he could be doing the video like here, Batman, solve this riddle, And yeah, yeah, yeah. don't cheat, <laughs> drop your utility belt, yeah, and then he just does it, right. So, yeah, no, that's so, actually a good person to play him in mean, a movie.
0: So he's not a real world person, but he's still a character outside of the real world that... So not Jesse Eisenberg, it's Jesse Eisenberg's character in Now You See Me.
1: Yes, which I okay. forget his name.
0: Same. So let's but. just settle on Houdini then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Riddle me this, what belongs to you, but others use it more than you do? Your name. Huh? You've heard that one. No, I have Google, like the rest of the world. When the moon hits the rise in the uh, big pizza pie, that's amore. And that's right, vacationers, we're off to a date with the Riddler. (laughs) And it's going to be a woozy on that one. What the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? First
0: you was, fuck up the song and then you say what's up it's going to be a woozy? Yes,
1: what does that even what does I'm, that even mean? I'm setting the mood. It's a riddle. You need to figure it out. I think it's just drunk nonsense. No, 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 no. I was setting a woozy? the woozy for the date. A woozy. A woozy, yeah. No. Do you know the connection? A- apparently not. Yeah, I guess not. I guess I'm the superior intellect right now. You're
0: <laughs> <Here's> something.
1: <laughs> so, Wes, at th- this point in the time, we have <laughs> some lucky lady going off on a date with the Riddler. Is this by
0: force or, like, was she kidnapped? Or is it a... At you- this
1: point, I think with our dates on our villains, that they seduced would be a good one. Not kidnapped. <laughs> okay. They're coming on their own free will. Okay, and that's they can we have, yeah. leave on their own free will at any time in okay. the date. Gotcha. That's that's my interpretation of this date section.
0: Got it. So what do you got? I mean, it's a little on the nose, I think, but it it makes the most sense for if if he's going to take someone out, he would go to one of those like puzzle rooms or the uh, are they called the puzzle rooms the trap yeah, rooms escape rooms escape, escape rooms, rooms. yes mm-hmm. thank you. I've never done one, but I feel like he would take his date there and probably solve that within, you know, a few minutes. They get out of there and then the date is just sitting there all upset and be like, well, now we have an extra hour to kill on this afternoon date. Because I don't, I feel like going to an escape room at night is just weird. Like it's a day
1: date thing. No, no, you can go at night. Can you drink during it? Um, the time that I went there, I drank there. Well, not there. We drank heavily before we went there. Okay, okay. So maybe, maybe that'll be uh, his
0: his game plan. Would be to go to like some upper scale bar. I, I I just see him drinking like a fancy Manhattan. Or uh, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to change. It. He'll he he'd be drinking some martinis, a gin martini with a little olive sticking in there. And uh, so he'd probably just be talking about himself most of the date, not letting her or him get any words in and they get drunk. And then yeah, they just head to the escape room across the, across the street. And he still solves it because he was probably actually drinking water and he was just trying to get the date drunk.
1: And, and see my interpretation is they're not making a past drinks because the date's going to be fed up <laughs> with him talking about himself and how much of a intellect and a God of among men he is that she's just going to be like, you know what? This isn't working out. Well, let's let's
0: get past that part. Let's say they're actually okay. on good terms and they go through a full date and, you know, the date is into this condescending attitude and okay. All to, right. Uh, well, I mean, lucky
1: lucky for him for finding somebody that <laughs> puts up with that. There's someone um, for everyone, they say. They say. <laughs> doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, once once he solves that... Oh, that vodka's all on top. Yeah, that's why you gotta mix it in. That's why I gotta spoon when I mix my thing in. I spoon it up. Um, you have no room to
0: talk. This is the first drink you've ever gone through where you don't just cough immediately through it.
1: Yeah, because I know what to expect from a screwdriver. <laughs> and Sorry, this is I, like
0: a screwdriver spritz. I interrupted. Please proceed.
1: My thing would be... By the end of the escape room portion. So what he probably <laughs> would do. Sorry. sorry. I just came up with a really good idea in my head. And I, I
0: interrupted you. I'm sorry. Please go ahead.
1: <laughs> my thing is they're in the escape room and he starts solving it. And then he realizes, you know, I'm on a date. Let me see. Give her a chance to do that. And then she says one wrong. He, she or he says one wrong thing. And he's like, nope, done. We're gonna just do this quick, solve all these riddles, oh, move yeah. on to the next thing. You know, it's a, he'll give them one chance, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And they mess up, and he just knows that he's superior at that point in time. Yeah, I can see him he doing needs that to too. Dominate.
0: So, my, my thought that I came up with is uh, after the date room, you know, they go back to a hotel room or his apartment or his house or whatever, and uh, as they're getting getting nasty. Dave pulls down his pants, and then there's just this intricate <laughs> puzzle box that she has to solve <laughs> in order to get his dick out. <laughs> so it's some weird like puzzle chastity belt that he has. And he's just sitting there like, all proud and excited. He's like, yeah, can you solve this riddle? I... <laughs> And then she just start, she like pulls a lockpick kit out and starts tinkering around trying to unlock it.
1: No, no, at that point in time, because this is in his apartment, he would have clues around oh. the apartment that she has to use.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he he probably well he probably alluded to clues like the enti- throughout the entire date, and he'd be like, "Well, if you are listening, you'd know the combination."
1: <laughs> Because again, for him, it's about being dominant and not actually getting lucky at the end of the day. <laughs> you think if in the bedroom he's like
0: he'd be a submissive, and he's he's really into the S and M stuff, or he needs a dominatrix. I can I, see him doing that.
1: I I I can't. I feel like that would belittle him too much. Well, that he would be but, able to take. But
0: I mean, if this is more, if this is just a sexual thing. It's not an intellectual thing. So and he knows that he is usually inferior to, I guess, other adversaries physically, especially Batman. Mm. So he may get off on that on being dominated
1: by someone in the bedroom. That actually could be why he's so obsessive with leaving riddles so they can get caught. Maybe. So he can get beaten up. Oh, he could be into it. The Riddler's messed up. A lot of the Batman villains are. (laughs) Yeah, no, actually, you make a very good point. Uh, Yeah, I I think he'd he'd be into it. That could be it, because, yeah, he just wants Batman to catch him and beat the shit out of him (laughs) before he goes back to Arkham. Where he'll get beaten up there by either the guards or other inmates. Yeah, and we know what happens in prison. Before
0: you trip over your cape, Batman, riddle me this. There are three men in a boat with four cigarettes but no matches. How do they manage to smoke? Hmm? (laughs) <laughs> Get your resumes ready It's time to hire the Riddler for a job Nothing? You didn't laugh at that? I thought that was funny Yeah, buddy
1: Ugh. I mean, what do you want you, from me? You make Th- me that sick That wasn't even a joke in there It was clever Yeah. <laughs> you
0: didn't even start Fine. It with a riddle uh, Yeah, I didn't prepare for this I'm sorry. Anyways, job time. You have anything? I got. I think I got a good one.
1: Okay, well, you go ahead then on that one, because I don't know what I would nope. hire this guy for, because in an office, I would not like to see him. Well, there is a reason he got fired from his original
0: job. Yeah, by Clark Gable. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so uh, he, he's obviously not built for office jobs, because that's what turned him into the riddler was getting getting fired from one but i th- i think it, a good one would just be like the new york times crossword puzzle maker i don't know what he would call okay that person yeah um that way you know he can use his intellect to try and fool people that and new york times typically has a pretty good crossword um, i think he would enjoy that
1: so yes I agree with you that that would be a good job for Edward. Uh, however, in this day and age, I have a possible idea of something where he could fe- feel superior to normal people. A police officer. No. Using addicting games, being a game creator. Oh. I in the puzzle section. Yeah.
0: Oh, ooh, you know, it'd be another good one. Um, did you ever go to, like, Sporkle?
1: Oh, yes, yes. If
0: he just, like, came up with quizzes for people
1: on Sporkle, that would be a good one. Yeah. And then he would know the statistics of who has passed or failed uh, yeah. his quizzes. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think we got I think it. that would work.
0: Spor- Sporkle Quizmaker?
1: Yeah, because... A lot of people don't get those like in the nineties yeah, percentile. Yeah, some yeah, of those are tough. tough. I, used
0: to, I used to play those all the time back in uh, back in college. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they were they were fun. I used to go through yeah. the uh, U.S. presidents all the time. I used to be able to get them all. I've, I've, I've forgotten a few of them. But... I used to do a lot of uh, movies. Yeah, movies, movie uh, stuff, actors, song lyrics was some good ones.
1: I'm, I'm the top one, or I was pretty good at all the Jurassic Park ones at that point in time.
0: Surprise, surprise. I know. Well, that was a quick and easy segment.
1: I, uh, but it fits very easily.
0: Yeah, it's it makes the most logical sense. Unless we want to yeah. get in some illogical jobs.
1: No, that's not what we do here at Villains on Vacation. You're right, we're very serious all the time. Our, I never joke about my work, 007. <laughs> that's a Q quote it's, For anyone not knowing Yeah, yeah. That. That's that's John Cleese the, When he was playing that, right? Whoa. No, that is Goldfinger The original Q When he gave 007 The ejector seat And he was oh, like, yeah? pop this open, hit the red button Ejector seat And Sean Connery was all Oh, you must be joking And Q's like I never joke about my work, 007. Yeah, that's But right. in a British accent, not the yeah. poor one that I just put forward. <laughs> Classics. Yeah. I, I really like
0: John Cleese as, uh, as Q.
1: Well, he started out as R. Who? John Cleese. When Q was still there, he was R. Was he? Yeah. Well, Pierce Brosnan said it in World's Not Enough. If yeah, if yeah, your yeah. Q, does that make him R? <laughs> Oh, wow. Thank it's been didn't a long say time. No. <laughs> oh. Man, it's
0: been a long time since I've seen those movies.
1: Uh, they're they're Gold, great. Yeah,
0: GoldenEye is, I I loved GoldenEye. Pierce Brosnan was a good uh 007. Well, but you, GoldenEye was really the only good one for Pierce Brosnan.
1: Well, and Timothy Dalton was an underrated Bond. He got I, some darker Bonds that people weren't ready for, but he was real good at Bond. Yeah, I I like Timothy Dalton. Um moonraker was a good one thunderball was a good one oh, thunderball was great actually in middle school i read the book thunderball and really? i had to do a make a movie trailer for the book that you read yeah so i made a thunderball trailer oh that's cool <laughs> in have, seventh or sixth grade on that one have you have you read any of uh ian fleming's other novels i've read a couple of the original james bond ones and then I have a uh, novel about a semi – or is a biographical novel on what Ian Fleming did during World War II, which oh, yeah. brought him to make James Bond into a novel. So
0: there is a theory out there mm-hmm. uh, that James Bond is based off of Christopher Lee. Because really? Ian, Fle- Ian Fleming and
1: Christopher Lee were friends, and Christopher Lee was a spy. Because there's, there's a story about Christopher Lee in – uh, with the lord of the rings. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. When they are like that's not how it sounds when you get stabbed and uh, <laughs> yeah, Peter Jackson was just like, "Well, I how do you know?" know? <laughs> and he's like, "Because I was stabbed." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All uh, right, so, we're, yeah, we're, so we're, there, we're there is a theory. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> but but we'll have to do a different Christopher Lee villain where we can talk more about Christopher Lee.
0: Yeah, we could do Saruman.
1: We could do that. Yeah. But for another time, we're yeah. now talking about the Riddler. Yeah, you're right. Hello, Batman. This is it. The end of the game. I'm a little sad, actually. You were a worthy opponent. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo. Montego. Baby, baby, why don't we, why don't go? Don't we go? Jamaica, We'll fast floor, and the then
0: key. we'll take it slow. Yes.
1: Is not it's where, where the we Riddler's were. going, but we're gonna talk about where the Riddler's going on vacation right now.
0: Oh man, I was jamming. I was, I was. Violent. I love the Beach Boys.
1: Kokomo. All right, so listeners, now we're going into where the Riddler's gonna go, who he's gonna bring, and who he doesn't want to see into the vacation. Let's do this into the vacation portion. Buh, like buh, now. Buh, buh, buh. Yeah, all fun. right, Wes. We're into it. Let's talk about the vacation.
0: Well, first we have to let's talk about the characteristics of the Riddler.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that too.
0: So, I mean, we kind of talked about this throughout the whole episode. Is the biggest thing is he wants to feel the smartest in the room. He's a condescending yes. little tool bag, but you know he is even willing to kill for that recognition of being the smartest in the or per- er, smartest in the room.
1: He wants that feed that ego.
0: Yeah, yeah, huge ego. So, oh yeah, that's 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 a good point. Huge ego mm-hmm. wants to be the smartest in the room. His technical abilities are pretty high, I would say. Like uh, absolutely he's building a lot of
1: you know technical machinery um, or just simple puzzles too, like very well, yeah. ancient world puzzles, sort of just like puzzle boxes. Frequencies. yeah frequencies on, on 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 different puzzles that he's doing just like we're going to set off different frequencies okay i yeah, mean that, yeah, yeah i mean that's, that's basically people. it
0: yeah do you have yes. an idea or should we work do. through this okay
1: i do um, it's it's not really a spot it's more of a road trip okay and it's a road trip kind of similar to the date Where it's a road trip to all the premier escape rooms across the world. Premier escape rooms? Yes, the ones that consider themselves the best.
0: Are these actual places?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of them that consider themselves the best. Yeah. And I can see him just traveling around and proving they're not the best. Because he can solve them in such and such a time. And at the same time, after he solves them, I feel like he would, for fun, put them in an escape room that he did. Oh. To be like, if you can't get out of this, you don't deserve to live. And boom. Well, the only
0: thing that is that kind of feels like work for him. Do you think he would want to stay? on the puzzle trip or the metaphorical puzzle trip, not an actual trip? Or would I, he want to like get away from that as a vacation
1: and kind of just take it easy? No, I, I, I think he loves what he does and uh-huh. he wants that ego trip. And the fun he would get is getting the puzzles for the other people after he gets out of their puzzles yeah, and putting him in there to know that he's superior to them. Yeah, and I, think I that get that. I think get get the compulsion.
0: I think the compulsion would stay with him where he would want to keep doing that. Yeah, I was I was thinking something similar. Uh, I don't really know if these exist, but I was thinking like a a puzzle cruise. Oh, I'm where sure you go, yeah, like you're just on a boat and you're just doing different crosswords and I don't know. So you like you you tour the Caribbean while also getting your brain
1: stimulated. No, and, and and I get what you're saying. The thing is I feel like he can be bored very quickly on a cruise because you're stuck. in one thing mm-hmm. going from island to island, but you're still stuck on the same boat. And I feel like he would be able to solve those riddles or puzzles very quickly. Okay. And then he's stuck on there for however long the cruise is. Yeah. Where the where the road trip he would be able to kind of travel wherever he wants to go and really put these premier escape rooms to the test
0: uh, no I'm, I'm I'm digging it I, th- I think that's that's a good one. Right, well okay, well if he is going on this let's, let's settle on the road trip little okay puzzle yep. room road trip. who would his vacation buddy be?
1: Now this one I thought about me too do you want to go first
0: uh i can yeah go ahead so i don't know if you're a fan of brooklyn Nine Nine. i am i was thinking amy santiago oh she is always going on different you know puzzle camps and like things like that so i think she would get along with the riddler really well and she's always competing to be the best so i think uh It would be a friendly competition, but I think she would enjoy solving the Riddler's puzzles.
1: Okay. All right. Love me some Amy Santiago from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I do have an issue with that one because she is a rule follower.
0: And I feel like
1: the Riddler Mm -hmm. at some point in their road trip would not follow the rules. Well, so I disagree.
0: Okay. He builds puzzles. So that people follow his rules So I think he Granted he's a criminal But he follows his own
1: set of rules And I feel like Amy Santiago and him would butt heads During that vacation Because she's very Not only rules but law abiding She is very Well obviously she's a detective Right well now a sergeant Uh,
0: Yeah you're right Spoiler alert
1: Right (laughs)
0: Okay, yeah, I mean, I get it. I still think that just going on the fact that she's such a puzzle lover, that she would be a good good fit.
1: No, I mean, it's not a bad choice at all. It's not a bad right. choice. Yeah. Um, I went a little bit different. Okay. Have you seen The Usual Suspects? Not in a very long time. Okay, Please elaborate. so my buddy would be, I think, Kaiser Sose. Do you don't remember Kaiser Sose?
0: Nope.
1: So, Kaiser Sose is. No one really knows who he is. He's more of a background villain, but he's a mastermind and a criminal mastermind globally. Mm -hmm. He's a very intellectual person, so I feel like he would be able to match the Riddler's things so they could challenge each other during the road trip. Okay. Um, Because in the movie usual suspects spoiler alert of 20 years later um he outsmarts everybody including the police it's kevin spacey yeah um in it um and he is in the police precinct the entire time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's the main bad guy the entire time but the thing that i think that the riddler would like to have him around is he's smart he's capable and he has resources at his disposal so he's not he doesn't want to take the credit because he doesn't want to ever be in the spotlight. He's more of a legend in the background. Okay. So the Riddler can take all the credit he wants, and Kaiser Sose will be there. I mean, obviously he'll be taking his cut when they're making the puzzle place piece people mm-hmm. do their riddles and not make it out alive. He'll be taking his cut, but he'll let the Riddler take all the credit. Edward Nigma will be the best escape room artist in the world at the end of this vacation. Kaiser Sose's name will not be associated with any of it.
0: Okay, yeah, I think and that would that would fit Riddler's personality well.
1: Right. Obviously and taking all the glory. That's that's where that's where I was with the vacation. It was Riddler during his vacation mm-hmm. would just like to soak up that fame or infamy. Right. So that's why I went with so okay. Sose. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I like that pick.
1: And if you haven't seen Usual Suspects in a while, watch it because it's a fantastic movie. I know Kevin Spacey is a creep now, <laughs> but it's was it it's got an all-star cast and it's a fantastic movie.
0: Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out again. I don't even know if I've ever finished it,
1: honestly. Oh, I'll definitely do.
0: Yeah. Definitely worth it. So we talked about two options that Riddler really would like to see or would like to go on vacation on with Jesus Christ. Well, not so, with
1: Jesus Christ, but he would like to go hey on man, vacation with them. Jesus is everywhere. He's just a part of everything. And he He's is a of bit life. of an escape artist. Yeah.
0: Although it takes him tomb. a long time. Takes three days. On Easter. Yeah. It's a bad, bad trick. No one was even watching. Riddler
1: would probably be a little bit like, oh, it took you three days to escape (laughs) from that tomb sort of thing. That's what the Riddler would be like. Probably.
0: (laughs) All right, so who, who do you think would be a, or who he would not want to see on this
1: vacation? I thought about this for a while. Okay. And I have somebody in mind. Please go ahead. It would be Jigsaw. From the Saw movies Mm. Because they're very similar With their types of Puzzles and games for their Victims Yeah, But Jigsaw is so Gruesome I feel like he would take too much of the press Away from the Riddler And he has the potential to take that Spotlight away from the Riddler That Riddler would just hate him Because the people that you're most similar with You really dislike Uh, Yeah absolutely so that's my thing, Jigsaw yeah, from the Saw movies. That's
0: a really good one. I I didn't really have a very good choice for who he would hate to run into. I was thinking someone that was smart enough that can just obviously solve all of his riddles with ease. But that would just kind of be a little too easy to say Batman, and we don't want to
1: just right. Do we want to get
0: outside the universe. Yeah, maybe Lex Luthor because Lex is typically considered the smartest person on the planet or one of them and i don't think lex would ever have time to deal with the riddler he would just be like no you know fuck you i don't don't need this shit and so i feel like riddler would want to play these games that lex would just not want or not deal with at all uh even though he probably could solve all these riddles he just doesn't have the time he'd rather deal with something else right but yeah like i said my answer isn't isn't very good
1: no, well, that's why that's why I thought Jigsaw because yeah, Jigsaw's good. Jigsaw does elaborate riddles and puzzles for his victims, but he's far more gruesome for most of his victims than the Riddler ever was.
0: Yeah, it seems that the Riddler if uh he doesn't really do torture. He doesn't torture. It's just like if you don't solve it then you're just dead. Right. Where and Jigsaw well, and- it it's,
1: you know, drawn out and It's a long torture process. But then if you think about the news and what they're going to pick up, if it's a Riddler victim versus a Saw victim or Jigsaw victim, Mm -hmm. they're going to pick up on a Jigsaw victim because that's going to sell more newspapers than just a regular Riddler victim. Probably, yeah. You know, so that's why I went with the Jigsaw because he would pick up far more press than Riddler ever would. And Riddler Uh would obviously think he's more superior than Jigsaw. Yeah, she might know. be because Jigsaw is just a sadistic fuck. Yeah, he's pretty gross. I've never seen any of the Saw movies. I've just seen clips. <laughs> I don't ever need to see any of the Saw movies. I know what it's about.
0: You speak as if you're an expert.
1: No, it's it's people getting off to people getting tortured to death. It's, and it's murder porn, porn. And porn. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not into that at all. I don't I don't do ER because I don't like blood. You know, blood is inside you, right? i understand that but it's not outside of me which (laughs) one is coming outside of me that i have a problem with it (laughs) oh yeah when blood is coming outside of people no i'm good i'm done i don't need to see that what about nosebleeds nosebleeds are fine it's just when it's like saw level where they're like getting the guts and blood and oh god just like the hostile people too oh yeah that was pretty gruesome
0: you like tarantino though don't you no, and those people have like the most extreme blood pressure that you could ever have, where you wait, chop wait, a limb wait, wait. and it was, just was sprays Hostel everywhere.
1: Tarantino was Hostel. No, Tarantino? no, no.
0: Tarantino was in Hostel. Was he like he? Ma- he made like a cameo,
1: I think. Oh Jesus! In one of them. Yeah, no, I'm not in any. I'm not in the Saw. I'm not into Hostel. I watch a Tarantino movie every once in a
0: while. Well, that's what I, I mean. He's pretty bloody and gory. Oh it's yeah, absolutely well over
1: the top uh, absolutely but again it's more that's more like i feel like his is more comical blood and gore like robocop level
0: yeah I, you know we won't get into it i've expressed my feelings on tarantino
1: i know but one time we have to do a robocop one or like a robocop villain i'd be into it eventually i love robocop just not the new one the new one they taste people. oh yeah i heard it was pretty bad it was so bad. And and Samuel L. Jackson the whole time was like in a Capital One commercial with the way he did his character in the new Robocop. It was horrible. Don't yeah. watch it.
0: Okay, and as we <laughs> ugh, Every goddamn
1: time, Eric. A lot of vodka in that one.
0: I was got to I was about to be all sultry with my as no, we you want, can still as be as we wind well, we things down it. into our final drink review and final thoughts but you had to go and ruin it like you always do with your goddamn coughing
1: you had a real creole little draw from new orleans and it's like molasses little
0: going down your throat i do declare i do <laughs> caleb crowdad i do <laughs> declare anyways yeah let's uh let's get into our drink review it's basically just a screwdriver but eric
1: let me hear your thoughts bro the last time I had a screwdriver was at a kids fundraiser for Volo and we did it at Salancha, my um, hangout spot in Baltimore
0: so for our uninitiated listeners Volo is a social sports league. company yet yeah, league that uh yep. that focus, also has focus- a foundation yeah, it, it, but it it focuses on uh, adult leagues that prioritizes the
1: social aspect over the athleticism aspect but please go right and so we were doing a kids foundation thing and it was at Salancha who is uh my go-to bar when i go down to baltimore uh shout out to uh, my bartenders there and we were doing a second floor breakfast fundraiser thirty dollars bottomless drinks and a breakfast buffet and i had the bottomless screwdrivers And my friend, MK, who was our bartender for the night, made sure I never found the bottom of that glass. Mm. Thank God for her, because she is a saint. But that was the last time I did a screwdriver. And I feel like this screwdriver was right up there with that. Uh, It was a good mixture of liquor and uh, mixers that didn't get you too drunk, but it got you drunk. So you're touting your own
0: bartending skills right now.
1: Well, yeah, because no one else can bartend for me because we're social distancing, like our responsible adults. Mm, okay, good point. Hashtag COVID. <laughs> All these. What are your thoughts?
0: The, the next few episodes will be COVID edition episodes. <laughs> um. Well, give me give me a rating. So I mean, well, let me let me start off. Uh, so you you it's supposed to have the blue out. You you didn't necessarily have that. Because everything right. is shut down in Philly,
1: right? And I, I, let me just touch upon that. You had the full drink, I did of it. I had a screwdriver with lemon lime soda, Seven Up in it, which was great because I knew what it tasted like. It was it was enjoyable. I had a great time with it. But so because the liquor stores aren't fully open, which is crazy to me, but. Since they weren't fully open, and I couldn't get blue curacao or even blue food coloring, my drink is yellow instead of green, like <laughs> it's supposed to be for the Riddler. Yeah. But in DC Universe, yellow means a different thing than green with the Green Lantern Corps, and you can elaborate on that a little bit. Uh, well, I can. That's uh, is that anger. Th- what what is the yellow?
0: No, it's fear. Fear. So, a long long time ago before uh, Jeff Johns created the whole emotional spectrum for Green Lantern, or the Lantern Corps, um, Mm -hmm. the Green Lanterns had one weakness, and that was that their their rings would not work on anything colored yellow. Mm. And that Jeff Johns kind of... They didn't really explain that in the old days very well, but so... In the early 2000s, I guess, with um, Green Lantern Rebirth, when Hal Jordan comes back, he touches upon that, saying that the inability came from Parallax, the yellow entity corrupting their rings. Jeff Johns' run on Green Lantern is probably my favorite arc of all time. Like, it, it's just so, it's just so good, and he explains so many different things. And Green Lantern can be very difficult to write because it's he protects an entire galaxy or sector of the galaxy or universe. Sorry, and like there's just so many different things that can happen. So to write a good story and to incorporate everything that Jeff Johns did, he's just a, a a genius in in my opinion.
1: But You know, I thought it was important to incorporate that because I'm drinking a yellow drink and you're drinking a green drink, and even though we focus on villains, I figured that that was a good thing to tie into the DC universe that we're talking about. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, it doesn't really mix with our drink reviews, but uh, I I I love Green Lantern. He's probably one of my favorite uh, DC superheroes, and I could I can go into him and Sinestro for a whole good while. But uh, and we'll
1: get to him. But what I, is yeah. your drink review on the actual real ingredients in this it's, drink? So it, I mean, it was
0: good. I I felt like the blue curacao and. At- it didn't add that much. It just tasted like a regular screwdriver. So if you like screwdrivers, you'll like this drink. It was good. I mean, I'm pretty drunk right now. Do you not like screwdrivers? No, I do. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't drink vodka that often. Mm, yep. Because um, to me, it's just a boring liquor. Like, there's really no complexity to it. So it's like all vodka kind of tastes the same to me. Um, it sneaks up on you. Yeah, it's it's... I, I prefer bourbon whiskey because there's a spectrum to the taste, which I don't get with vodka. I could just be, or I have could have a unrefined palate for that, but it it's literally just orange juice and vodka. It's good. The Sprite adds a little fizz to it, which is nice. Blue Curacao doesn't add too much, just besides the color. Uh, like a little but, spritzer. Yeah, but overall, I, I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. Um, it's a All good right, drink. Go. I made them strong. So, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty fucked up right now,
1: and and that's why we do it. It is why we do it. we just an excuse to get drunk and talk about nerd stuff. I love it. Yeah, it's great.
0: Sometimes I like you as a host. I like our listeners. I like this well, whole thing.
1: Well, first of all, you love me on this one, but uh, let's not according talk to my opening. You argument. answer that. Our final thoughts. So let's kick it off with uh, Wes. What do you got for the final thoughts?
0: Final thoughts for me on the Riddler. I fucking loved Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I I love Jim Carrey in general, besides his weird anti-vax shit that he does. And he's kind of gone off the deep end. But besides all that, as a comedic actor, I think he's great. I thought he played the Riddler amazingly. That movie was fucking trash. I hate Joel Schumacher for that. He ruined that movie I, and the bat nipples were no, just so that was, fucking
1: bad. No, no, no. Bat nipples came in the next movie in Batman and Robin.
0: Yes, but that was also still Joel Schumacher.
1: I understand that, but bat nipples were not in Batman forever. I wasn't making that point.
0: I was I making know, a point that Joel Schumacher that point sucked. To our listeners. Okay. This is my final thought, Eric.
1: That's fine. I know well, it's uh, like a final discussion thought. No, you got the final we thought. We share last time. that piece of shit. I fucking go on, <laughs> please. Uh, no,
0: so I I thought he was Jim Carrey was the only redeeming quality of that movie. Tommy Lee Jones was okay, but the writing was basically trash for everyone else besides the Riddler. And I don't know if that was just Jim Carrey's brain being able to kind of ad-lib certain things cuz I'm sure he did cuz that's just the type of actor he is. It the movie in general was just bad. But he was so good and I,
1: I I don't know. So the one problem I had with that movie was Tommy Lee Jones when he was the Two-Face. Two-Face, the Two-Face is one of my favorite Batman villains. Yeah, you big gangster villain person. But he was a two person like there's me, and then there's me on this side of the thing. And it's like, no. You're the same person, just conflicted. Just you're not two fucking people. Uh not necessarily. I mean, I it, it was I thought it was a bad representation of Two Face on that one.
0: It yeah, it was it was way too gimmicky, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh so like in the comics and everything else, he suffers from this sp- split personality disorder. Mm-hmm. So I get that. They tried to portray that in the movie, but they failed miserably.
1: It was too cartoony. Well, the whole thing I, was, yeah. yeah
0: like I, I don't have a problem with the cartoony aspect because Tim Burton did that really well with Batman and Batman Returns because those were very comic booky movies, and and they turned out extremely well. He just like yeah, Joel Schumacher was just it was bad writing, bad directing. It was. Just over the top, like childish and gimmicky, and it it did not work
1: at all. I I just want to just elaborate on one thing about Batman Returns because I had a. I was watching this past Christmas with a friend and his younger brother, his family were hanging out, looking on What's TV. Batman Returns was on, and his younger brother, who had graduated college, he's like 22. Never seen it before. And we were watching it and we're like, You've never seen this before? It's Batman Returns, Michael Keaton, Dan DeVito as the Penguin, Michelle Pfeiffer as the Catwoman. And he's watching it and he, the whole time, he's just like, This is just making me uncomfortable. But that was a good thing because the old Batman comics would make you feel uncomfortable. That was like the essence there. Like the darker part of Batman.
0: Well, it just it those movies fit the eighties and nineties comic books very well. Christopher Nolan took it in a new direction, and obviously the the Nolan trilogy is amazing. But the Nolan trilogy isn't as comic booky as Tim Burton's. Which is it's fine, it's just a different take. And I I love both of them.
1: Well, let me tell you, the, the Christopher Nolan trilogy it made me appreciate Two-Face that much more when Aaron Eckhart did his I, yeah. whole Two-Face. Like, I thought he did it brilliantly. Yeah, I, I like Aaron Eckhart in that movie a lot. Yeah. He he did a great job with that. that. Yeah, that whole movie was just fantastic. And Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah. it's just unbeatable. Oh, unbeatable. Absolutely, RIP. Because we could have gotten in Dark Knight Rises more out of the Joker on that one. Uh, that was bu- the ro- dark knight rises was by
0: far the weakest movie it was. in that trilogy but,
1: but but they were they were planning on using heath ledger in that movie
0: well he didn't he couldn't even finish filming the dark knight he yeah, died yeah, during, no, yeah no no yeah uh, one of the, one of the last scenes they had to
1: use like a stand-in it's cra- is cra- it's, it's, it's crazy and it's real tough when you lose an actor like that who's just so great at that yeah yeah yeah, it's, yeah it's, was, it's impossible to replace their shoes in that one.
0: Yeah, I, I like Heath Ledger a lot. He was great in A Knight's Tale, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, which is but you what you know he what? actually I'll died in the middle of filming. Of-
1: I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. When I heard Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker, I was one of those people like, how the hell is he going to be the real like Joker and like, good at him? And at 2008 you didn't know until you actually saw it and then you're like yes that was a, that was the perfect pick. Well he
0: already had a good amount of films that he did really well in. You know, yeah. Ten things I hate about you was another great movie but No. right? well and that's the thing where it's It's not like well that's it's not because like with fucking Jared Leto like he's a great actor but Jesus Christ, like I don't even want to talk about it because that portrayal was just so fucking
1: bad. But that's when you you kind of have to trust the casting actors, or the casting directors, because they know what they're doing at some Sometimes. Point. Sometimes. And that's why sometimes you have to trust them, because I was wrong about Heath Ledger when I was worried about how he would play the Joker. And whoever cast him, kudos to you. You should get an award as well. Well,
0: that, it's similar to like when they cast Ben Affleck as fucking Batman, like... To me, that made no sense. I don't think Ben Affleck is a very good actor, and it shows in fucking Batman vs Superman and the Justice League. It it's just fucking terrible. Uh, but people were like freaking out about Robert Pattinson when he got cast in uh, the Batman. But right. Robert Pattinson, he's a talented actor, and he's like he showed his range. Ben Affleck can only play one sort of character,
1: and it's I, not I, fucking Batman. I, I did like him in the town.
0: Which yeah. I but just I mean, saw recently. It, but I but did like not I said, see
1: it when it came out. But like I said, like
0: that's the only type of actor he could be. That sort of kind of unemotional action yep. star, which like he kind of did in like paycheck
1: and some other shitty movies. But well, let's be honest. If it's not from Boston, Ben Affleck can't play him. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he
0: did in Goodwill Hunting. I mean, it's, I don't know. Hey, like, like
1: these apples. Yeah, like he was good
0: in Gone Girl, but he Holy like I, that character didn't really need that good of acting. No,
1: well, I, and, and that's and where I'm he thrives. To see what the Batman comes out with. Uh, yeah,
0: it's supposed to be pretty dark, which I'm excited about.
1: So, we'll right, see what which, happens. which Batman is always dark. So it's like if the more darker we can go, we're good. Yeah. Well, that's my final thought. No, I mean, I think that was a good final thought. We, cool. we talked about that. We're good. Yeah, let's let's
0: shut things down, listeners. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, look for us on Instagram and Facebook. Give us some feedback and discussion topics,
1: and we'll be sure to get back with you. Yeah, and we'll keep you up to date which our next villain is. Bye, Eric. See you, Wes. <laughs>